What's up, everyone? It's your girl, B. Camille. I'm actually not on the recording this week, but AP did sit down with the owner of Made, the lovely Jamila Damiani. She is a wife, a mother, a business owner, and also the president of the Human Rights Commission for the city of Woodbury, New Jersey. So join us as she tells us her journey of having a business, her ups and downs, um, the importance of having the support of her husband, the whole nine. We're getting all in there. So prepare to be inspired. She will be launching her website for MADE, which will be later on this month. Um, but we will have her IG and her Facebook in the description where you can place orders until then. Um, follow us on Instagram. Um, we'll also have that information there as well. So um, sit back, relax, and make sure you guys support, 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 because we are definitely trying to build up this community, and she is doing the damn thing. So uh, thank you, and enjoy. It's the Raw Theory, where we keep it raw, we keep it real. It's your girl, AP, your favorite devil's advocate. And your girl, B. Camille, the ranter. You may love us, you may hate us, but we're here for your entertainment. So sit back, relax, and get offended. Hey. That's scary. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back with another one and a special one at that. It's your girl, AP the Don, and we are not here present with B. Camille, but her energy is here, and I will definitely be her hypeness and her silliness for us today. Um, so we have something special today. We are here with Jamila and I want to, uh, allow her to introduce herself because that will only be appropriate. So Aww. tell us just a little bit about yourself. Oh no, there's just a too little much. Bit. But, okay. <laughs> but before I go into there, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Um, and I don't know B Camille, however, I'm just going to say, Hey, yes. you know, um, <laughs> but a little bit about me, I, <clears throat> I fall into the uh, zennial category. I'm okay. Just, I'm not. I'm not claiming millennial. I'm sorry, folks. I did for a while until, <laughs> you know, they came up with zennial, and I was like, yes. I didn't want to be a millennial either. Sorry, <laughs> but I'm not far off. You know, the the ennial is still there. But um, <laughs> my name is uh, Jamila Damiani, and I'm a zennial. Um, I'll leave it there. And um, I have four beautiful kids. A husband yes. live in Woodbury, New Jersey. Um, and I also own a business there, which has gone through its ups and downs. I'm sure we'll talk about that. And, oh, yeah. um, hmm, let's see what else. Oh, okay. So I sit on the human rights commission for the city of Woodbury, which is a new commission. I'm the president of that. Nice. Um, uh, what else? Where, where else am I? I'm everywhere. <laughs> so we'll get into it we'll yeah, get into all it all right so i of course you know i'm the social one and not to say b camille's not because yeah. i know she's gonna kill me for saying that uh but i want to do a couple icebreakers you cool with that sounds good all right cool so first one i'm only going to do two okay. but first one is what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever done that is so funny okay <laughs> um Oh man, talk about putting somebody on the spot. I can't even <laughs> I can't even think. We might have to come back to that question and then I'll I'll like figure it out. All right. Something less light. What is the worst thing that you have ever eaten? The worst thing I have ever eaten. 
I don't like mayo. Really? I hate mayo. Okay. Well, you know what? That's not that surprising to me because you have like two groups of people. You either really love mayo or yeah. you hate it. Yeah, it's just gross. And honestly, I tried, I tried to even make my own mayo. Like really? I followed the recipes and I can't get with it. Okay. Is it the consistency? Or it like? is so gross. Okay. So, um, sorry guys. Um, for the lovers. <laughs> At somewhere around maybe seven years old, I remember my living, you know, in a household and my aunt was there and my aunt had this um, Philadelphia cheesesteak, right? Okay. Legit. We were living in Southwest Philly, so she got a cheesesteak from the mm -hmm. store and she asked me, she said, Jamila, you want to try some? And I said, sure. And so I took a bite out of it and immediately all I got was mayo. And yes. from that moment, I literally, I can't eat mayo. Oh. It's gross. So if you bring me anything with mayo on it, aioli sauce, anything, oh, I will. not the aioli sauce. I'll send it back. <laughs> it's it's gross. And I, I won't even eat a, a cheesesteak. Sorry. It won't be a beef cheesesteak. It has to be chicken cheesesteak. Chicken cheesesteak's bomb, though. So I like it I have better. To, yeah, I have, to, I have to go ahead and support you on that one. But I can't do my cheesesteaks without mayo. Uh, I have to have mayo. I just, yeah, that just. I feel like it's dry without it. Uh, uh, do you like double up on the ketchup? Maybe double up on the cheese. Okay, that's fair. But not the mayo. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. All right. <laughs> so back to question number one. Uh. What's the most embarrassing <laughs> thing you've ever done? Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm sure there are many more examples that I can give you, but right off the top of my head, a most recent embarrassing moment, it's not, it had to be when um, most recently I'm selling things online and I'm doing it through our Facebook platform and there were two Patricks okay. <laughs> that responded to two different things. Okay. But somehow, some way, I got the Patrick's mixed up. Mixed up. <laughs> and I'm texting this one Patrick, and it was it was just so weird. And he says, uh, I don't think I'm that Patrick. And I said, uh, well, I still like you, so I guess we're going to, you know, so I'm trying to make this stuff up. Anyway, I know this is such a dry story, but I can't figure it out. If, if by the end of the conversation... If I come up with a better embarrassing story, I got you. That's fair. I got you. So I'll I'll, I'll help you out, and okay. I'll tell one of my embarrassing stories. All right. All right. I was about, I don't know, 12 or so, middle school, whatever that age is, and I played basketball. I'm at basketball practice, and do you remember those button-up pants that, like, snap on the side? Yes, the so, button-ups. Yes. So I was wearing a pair of those, and mm -hmm. we had to do suicides. And I go to do my suicides, and all you hear is all these pops. All my snaps popped off. I did not have shorts underneath oh. my pants. There were people's fathers there at practice because it was, like, towards the end, and they were, like, ready to pick their kids up. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I'm, like, hurrying up, trying to put my pants back together. I had to run to the bathroom. It was the most embarrassing time Now, hold on. With your button-ups, though, was, was it, like, Hold on, but wasn't it still okay? No, they really did because they ripped off. Yes, oh. yes, the dramatic rip off, and of course that's why I wanted them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
of course. And then it happens to me, yeah. and I'm just like, I hate these pants. That's great. Not I hate great. Them. I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. So now, even with regular shorts, I always have to have like another pair of shorts underneath just in case. Oh. Uh, trauma. Yeah, that's very traumatic. Yes. Even for the viewers, right? Absolutely. Like at that moment. Absolutely. You know? I was probably wearing the most ridiculous underwear, the most embarrassing <laughs> pair. <laughs> that you did not think anybody was going to be looking at that. No. Like, nope, not not at all. Not at all. But there you go. Helped you mm -hmm. out. All right. So let's talk about your business a little bit. Let's talk to the listeners and explain to them what we're about to get into. All right. So um, my business's name is Made Artisan Marketplace. And what we primarily do is we represent, I like to call the little guy. Mm. Um, and I, I use that. It's such an endearing term for me. So it's not, you know, yeah. um, bringing them down or whatever. Um, but uh, we like to represent the little guy because um, anything that's original, handcrafted, mm -hmm. um, made by someone, it's such a big deal to me. Yeah. You know, I think that people typically lose sight of the fact that somebody made this. Yeah. You know, it starts somewhere. Damn, so. that's beautiful. Oh, I'm... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we, um, when we started out, and I like to call it Made 1.0. Okay. And Made 1.0, um, we were offering handcrafted artisan goods, whether it's jewelry, uh, body care, mm. original artwork, upcycled furniture, all nice. of these things. Um, we That's what we were doing um, in a smaller space. And then eventually we had the amazing opportunity, thanks to a lot of people, mm -hmm. to expand and nice. we did that, and that's what we call Made 2.0. Okay. And Made 2.0 essentially took on that vision of what I wanted in, in the first place. Mm -hmm. And Made 2.0 moved, well, Made 1.0 was in um, a 650-square-foot building. Okay. And Made 2.0 uh, went into a 4,200 square foot building Wow! where we were able to Girl. bring on, it was a, it was a ride, <laughs> bring on the other elements of the business that we really wanted to, which was um, offering a residency for artists. So if okay. you needed that space to create, that's awesome. You could, you could rent out that space to create. And then there was a retail section on the second floor, which mm -hmm. you could sell those objects. That's that you dope. created on the second floor. Um, we offered places to teach, workshops. Dope. And then we offered um, the, the thing that really got exciting was we did the ultimate partnering of two wonderful things that everyone loves, I like to think. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to call it. It's um, we were able to open an espresso bar yes. with all of the art so it's like who does not love coffee and exactly. art exactly so that was That's made 2.0 that is dope yeah I'm, I'm very excited even hearing about that because i love coffee but i also love art yeah. so you know there's not many like cafes let alone that you know have options like that so when i heard about this i was like oh my gosh i need to experience this somehow so yeah. we'll get into that but um I commend you. Oh. I think that is a great idea and a great vibe. I'm very big on vibes. Yeah. Um, so, Thank yeah, you. that sounds amazing. So um, I have a couple questions. Mm -hmm. 
and you let me know if it's like uh, digging too deep. But we like to say to keep it raw and keep it real here on all the right. show. So I'm a. I'm I feel ask. like I'm about to get trapped here. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, Not at all. So. Question one okay. is, what were the steps of building this business, and what were some of the ups and downs? Mm. Well, the first step that I, I, okay, so the very first step is clearly a vision. Yeah. You know, you have to have that that vision. Um, I would hope that it's coming from an authentic place. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if that's step one, have your vision. And step two, I swear on everything. Um, I preach about this a lot. You got to take your vision into a business plan. If you want to be successful, you cannot just move that that vision along all willy-nilly and expect it to really work out. Um, However, it's not that people don't do it. You know, sometimes you start in a different direction and then eventually you're going to find yourself in a business plan, even if it's... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Even if it's, it's not the original format that you saw, but it helps to give you that direction. So step two was the that business plan. Um, step three, it is so real. We, we our first seed money was uh, family and friends. Mm-hmm. And it was my mom that put a seed in me which I thought was really, really awesome. So, you know, the element of being a good steward to that money, it was like, all right, what do I want to do? You know, how often do I get, you know, uh, tons of money thrown in my lap? And it wasn't tons of money, but it was enough. Yeah. You know. That's um, important. To get started. And when you you don't see your initial vision um, coming to fruition the way that you want it to due to lack of money, Mm-hmm. I have my my business plan to fall back on. Yes. So I looked and said, what else is in there? How can I get this thing up and running? And mm-hmm. so that's where Made 1.0 came um, into focus because it was like, all right, well, I can't afford to do all of it, mm-hmm. but I can do a pop-up. Yes. And so I took that pop-up and I managed to secure a space that was empty and, um, and say, hey, for three months, can I rent this? Mm-hmm. And I started it at, during the Christmas season. So I came in mm, right when smart. it was right. And um, once we gauged the um, the consumer, once we gauged our customer base, the area, it was like, I want to stay. Yeah. You know, it, it, it proved yeah. itself. You yeah. Know, so that was, did I answer that question? Because I can go off on a tangent. Oh, girl, <laughs> the, I can't even count the amount of tangents that we go on. So, no, you're answering it perfectly. Um, I think that it's very important what you said about that business plan because you do have to have that, I guess I'll call it cushion. Mm, You know what I mean? Um, And you have to look out for yourself. Um, When people have bonus, like friends and family and stuff like that, that's amazing. But when you're, in my opinion, um, because I don't have a business that I've built, so I'm just strictly going off of what I think. But... Um, if you don't have that motivation to build and keep that vision that you're talking about, yeah. that's very difficult to move on, which is why my, my follow-up question is, what are the ups and downs of, you know, um, being in that business life just in general? Oh, first and foremost, the sacrifice mm, is yeah. the biggest, I can't even say it's an up or down. I, I mean, I guess I can put it into the, you need it, you need it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're going to sacrifice 
everything, your time, you know, with your friends. You're going to sacrifice your time with your family. There was a lot of that for me. Yeah. Where I had a supportive, um, a supportive household because, like I said, I got four kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, if my husband was like, uh, yeah, it's not the right time for this, we would have been, <laughs> you know. That's um, true. Okay. So, um, the sacrifice, it, it'll just make your household go everywhere yeah you know um and you gotta I be strong imagine. enough for your I'm <laughs> you because you're putting in all these hours i mean even yeah. if your store or your business opens at 9 a.m or 10 a.m i guarantee you you're up and mm-hmm. working on this thing even mentally yeah at like 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning yeah and then you're okay so your store closes at seven that doesn't mean your work is done right so you're i'm telling you i ate it's like eating and breathing and, and digesting this every single day, trying to figure it out, trying to be better. And when you're a one-person show, yeah, you're responsible for everything. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it weighed a lot on me. So that was one. And um, the cash flow mm-hmm. is serious. And that's a whole, we are in two different worlds right now with cash flow yeah. in, in the small business sector, which is crazy. But that was, most people, like I said, you start with <laughs> most likely seed money, or if you're older in your years and you got out of corporate work, you probably have some 401k, some pension to pull from to start your dream. Mm-hmm. That's how the banks want to see it happen. Yeah. You know, but the average person who just wants to, you know, fulfill this, dream this entrepreneurship dream mm-hmm. nine times out of ten you don't have any money yeah um and you can't get it yep. from the bank either Preach. so it's it Preach. is just most people don't want to hear that but it's real oh yeah it's, it's real real so it oh yeah those were yeah those i mean were those the downs <laughs> were those just the downs there were I the mean, ups and the downs I would I would consider it both, you know what I mean? Because in my in my eyes, it's a it's an experience, yeah, you know. So even when you're going through these quote unquote downs, you know, it's it's almost like I'm kind of glad that I am because I'm in a place where I'm actively living out my dream, mm. you know, that vision that you mentioned, you know what I mean? So forgive me if I'm being repetitive, but mm-hmm. like, where did you get the motivation to say like, this is my business plan, this is my vision? I know I'm going to be sacrificing X, Y, Z, but I'm going to do it. Like, where did you find that deep within yourself? You know what I mean? Funny enough, I don't think it was buried deep. Okay. I think I come from a world of family of entrepreneurs, but you don't okay. pay attention to it. Uh-huh. You know, like my grandmother, uh, my maternal grandmother owned a barbershop. Mm. And we lived in Philly. So when... I can't tell you the exact street, but I will never forget it, being so young. And her barbershop was on this corner in Philly, right across the street from the Tasty Cake Factory. Okay. And um, she was pretty boss. And I'm saying this (laughs) because she cut Charles Barkley's hair. That's how far back it was. So it was pretty like, yo, we're going to grandma's barbershop. Celebrity in the family. Okay. (laughs) So um, my grandmother, you know, had the entrepreneurial bug. I learned that my maternal grandfather did as well i had Mm -hmm. no idea until maybe last year oh wow um and then my father oh bless his heart we talk Mm -hmm. almost daily that's awesome he i have to say if it came from someone immediate it would be him 
Okay. Because he's got these visions, these plans, these dreams. And I'm like, I, love it. I had to get it from somebody. So yeah. It was, I think it, it wasn't buried that deep, but it, it was just waiting. Okay. You know. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm very much a person that's, uh, that quotes, you know, everything happens for a reason. And it kind of sounds like that happened in your life. You know, you were just like, this is something I want to do. It, it definitely did. Um, but I think more so than anything, it was something that I didn't recognize yeah. who I was. So, for instance, when I met my husband, mm-hmm. my husband is a, he's been, it's crazy now right now, but he's been um, a full-time musician. Okay. We're talking 16 years. Love it. So meeting him, I was immediately enamored by the fact that he was doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. You know, living within his means. He's got, you know, we we, when we met each other, we met each other in two different worlds because I was divorced Mm -hmm. with two kids and he was just him. Mm -hmm. So he's doing the, the, he's living the life that I wanted to live. You know, uh, trying to build something, trying to perform, trying to do these things and yeah. not have those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, over here, I got all these responsibilities with corporate world going on because <laughs> I got to take care of my house. Right. Um, but it was timing was everything because he, he knew like I'm like a sour. I'm, I'm like milk. I sour <laughs> after about three and a half years. If I had a corporate job. It's going down the drain because uh-huh. that's not who I am. Yeah, okay. So I can stick it out. I give you three and a half years. Um, <laughs> but and that's like my wife. Every time she's at a job, she's there for around that time, and then she's just like, "I think I need to do something new, something else." Yeah. Just, oh, and I, I really wondered at one point. I was like, "Is there something wrong with me?" Seriously. Yeah, that's and deep. Am I flaky, mm-hmm. or am I not supposed to be doing this? Mm-hmm. And then, so timing was everything, meeting my husband and him seeing this and him understanding how I felt. And it's like, I, I don't have a purpose at this job. It's just like a rat race every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting a check. I got great benefits, but it doesn't feel right. Right. So for him to be supportive of, yes. you know, the, the person that I thought I should be was was really great. And him to, like, stick with me through the journey. So. That's awesome. And I think that that's huge because... Um, I can o- I can only imagine that if let's say he didn't share that like let's call it the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, if he didn't share that vision, that'd be very difficult for you to say I'm going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Um, we talk about communication with within relationships, whether mm-hmm. it's intimate or not, um, all the time on the show, and um, that's huge. Yeah, the fact that you guys were able to share that is amazing. You know what I mean? Because not every couple, um, not every partnership whether it's friends or whatever it shared that and mm-hmm. some sometimes that's the reason why things fail so good for you guys oh, good you. for you guys and big big kudos and hold on is b camille your wife no okay that's my best friend okay sorry all right sorry i don't know no it's okay it's okay <laughs> i was just gonna say that that we're chilling if, um, <laughs> so but with your wife yeah she's not broken yeah you know yeah she's just who she is Tell you know her. What I mean? Tell her. You ain't broke, girl. <laughs> Follow your dreams. <laughs> yes, man. Um, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle. And now that we're in a different age, pretty much, with this pandemic mm. and everything that's going on, 
it you know you have to really remember these kinds of things and it's changing oh, the yeah. whole world oh, yeah. you know what i mean it's not just our country going through this it's everybody i know Ugh. it is completely changed the game so um if you don't mind me asking how did that affect you with your business <laughs> <laughs> it 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 hit us it yeah. hit us really bad it hit us um all right, so going back into that ups and downs. Yeah. So I'll tell you one thing. One of the the amazing, and this, keep me on track here, because I got to go back to go forward. Okay. But one I got of the you. amazing things that we were able to do just as a business is, um, at that point, before the pandemic, we could pat ourselves on the back. Mm-hmm. We were doing it. Nice. Um, I'm convinced we were doing it. Um, I'm convinced. Um, and what convinces me is we were paying our bills on time. Mm-hmm. No major back debt. Nice. It's like nothing that you can't handle. Every mm. business, especially every baby business, is going to have debt in yeah. order to grow. I don't care what people tell you. I'm out of debt. All my <laughs> needs are met. Yes, honey, I want to be there one day, but I'm telling you... <laughs> debt-free business. No, <laughs> no, how? Right. <laughs> you know, but, but no, in all honesty, so um, we were really, we were, we were managing. We were doing good. Um, and we That's got awesome. to the place and the, it was in the numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you find, you find all types of things where you you can plug holes and fix holes and stop leaking or bleeding money and that's that's all par for the course yeah but we were doing good and um we got to that place and i think it was like late december we qualified for a business line of credit okay. which is a huge step because you have to prove that income yeah and have the credit score to go along with that mm-hmm. and so i was like yes so proud that's awesome so we we took out half the amount, not even the whole amount, but half the amount, and the whole goal was to gear up for this season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, make our courtyard nicer, um, bring in more furniture, mm-hmm. uh, just rejuvenate, just do more things, yeah. uh, more promo money, you know, stuff like that, and March. Mm-hmm. So money March. is being spent. To gear up for the things like we're like, oh yeah, season two, we got the courtyard, it's gonna be awesome. And yeah. we we start learning our our more customer base, you know. We start mm-hmm. we're pulling on people from outside the area. We were really wanting to be that South Jersey destination. Yeah. And shout out South Jersey. Hey, you know. Um, I've been claiming you now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while. <laughs> But you anyway. sound like my wife. She, she's from New York, and when she came down here, she's like, yeah. where am I? Yeah. What is this oh, place? Honey, you came to the land of South Jersey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so we, um, it kind of set us back. Because yeah. when, when you're dealing with something that's like, uh, it's been 100 years mm-hmm. since the last pandemic. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you're dealing with all of these changes on an everyday basis. So right. doing that thing where you have to like take a step back mm-hmm. and, and it, you know, all the, the open, the close, the ups, the downs, trying to figure it out. Um, it was very difficult because we had a business that relied on 
folks coming in. Right. Um, we had a business that was deemed non-essential as well. Mm-hmm. We were technically actually 50-50. We were 50% yeah. non-essential, 50% essential, because if you have a restaurant license, yeah, you can sell That's coffee, true. right? That's true. But when you have people afraid to come out the house. Yes. That's what it is. Especially at the top of the pandemic, mm-hmm. the question becomes, how can we actually sustain? Yes. You know, and, and so with our espresso bar, we primarily serve coffee drinkers. Mm-hmm. So imagine um, purchasing fresh milks mm-hmm. and everything every day mm. in a time where everybody is stocking up like crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. where you either can't find milk or you can't offer the things that you used to offer. Yeah. But you still have to pay your rent. Yes. You know, Oof. so it it really did affect us. And we came to the conclusion, like even after reworking it, I think there was like six versions to the story. Yeah. There were other things involved where it was like, I don't think we can do it. Yeah. I don't think we can do it. And um, that's tough. So it was very that's tough. That's tough. But we uh yeah and there wasn't that that unfortunately and maybe it was fortunately because again things do happen for a reason Mm -hmm. and that's i think that is also a thing that you say when you're trying to heal because i am still healing i'm sure i'm still healing um but it it was uh what what the heck was i saying see i can go on a tangent (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're just talking about how people you know started kind of trying to look out for themselves and it's affecting you yeah oh so that's that's what it was so now you see all these government more government aid Mm -hmm. for businesses that like ours would have benefited from it yeah um and it wasn't there at the time yeah so we had to make hard choices based on that mm-hmm. at first and now it's like even with the with some of the businesses out there that's getting these um this additional assistance mm-hmm. is it gonna be enough yeah is it gonna be that's, enough so i hear that i i drive mm-hmm. down other shopping districts like ours and it can be a little overwhelming at times to see sure. some of the, the best shopping districts have a lot of empty storefronts now. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But it also doesn't mean that the pandemic totally took them out because mm-hmm. they could have been a business like mine where it's like, you know, you're you're trying, you're, you're, you're that new business and you're going up that hill, you're mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. But you're still not in a certain place, and so it True. hits you, and it, it just forces you to make decisions. That's like, well, we can't continue to do it like this right now. Right. So big changes. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how are you guys overcoming something like this right now? Where, where are you guys at? Um, and again, if this gets too, if it no. gets too deep, let me know. But. I just want to I just want to kind of envision with small businesses in a time like now how are you guys surviving because that's what it is you know like well we had to take one of the things that was the 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 most beneficial about this is seeing the silver lining yeah you but have to sometimes yeah yep. <laughs> 
But um, one of the, the things that was the most beneficial about us not having our space anymore and not being forced to have that everyday grind, yeah. that kind of deal, and was we got to take a step back okay, and watch what's going on. Yeah, learn. Learn what's going on, watch what's Smart. going on, um, do some research, um, see, see how we can actually legitimately restructure ourselves Mm-hmm. Um, to reposition ourselves to come back. Nice. And That's so, smart. I mean, if I just sat home on my hands, mm-hmm. you know, dwelling on it and crying all the time, then we wouldn't be able to get anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, the and then the other side of that is having folks champion you and believe in you to the point where like they're being your encouragement yeah. and just like no you can do this like damn you, that's you amazing structure it it's it's still it is amazing but it's still unbelievable because it, it's a whole nother story but that it, there there's still so many uncertainties mm-hmm. that it's just going to be hard to navigate around them in general it's going to be hard for everyone not just me so yeah, but true. um I like to think that with uh, what we call now, I took the, I took you through Made 1.0. Mm-hmm. I took you through Made 2.0. Mm-hmm. So now with Made 3.0, uh. <laughs> we are um, super restructuring to come back in an e-commerce platform. Yeah. Which is where that was something that we were working on before. Mm-hmm. Um, before we had had to take that step back. But being so busy with the store and face-to-face operations and stuff, we, it, it, it was unfortunate we couldn't get it together. Mm-hmm. So now we have, we've been given the opportunity to really restructure the way that we need to okay. to be able to be competitive in the e-commerce marketplace. Because mm. at this point, if you're a goods business like ours, yeah. you've got to be hitting the folks online. Yes. You should have had your website before, but yes. now, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's where we are. Okay. We're, we're going, we're going to come back in a different fashion, e commerce style, and hope that we can um, sustain. Mm-hmm. Sustain is the word. I hear you. And then sustain throughout this and then get to that point of growth where we're like we can come back yeah. with a store yeah you know if that is the direction that we want to go okay. so that's where we are i like it because you know it's it's one thing to have the talent to have a store and keep that store open but now everybody's already focused on online people want amazon people want to shop online the convenience and now at a time like this it's almost like you have to so I feel like you guys kind of, you know, had this opportunity at a good time because the, so many people want to do that. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to leave to go to the store. You know what I mean? So let's just imagine that you were able to keep your rent up. Hey, if people aren't coming in, they're not coming in. You know what I mean? So I think it hit you guys at a good time well, and, to, and to be the, a positive note. That's the silver lining yeah. in it. But it's there's also that factor. And this I still eat, drink you know, and breathe this shit. I'm not yeah. even joking, but every day 
it's like, all right, you know, the media wants to tell you folks are out there, folks are out, folks are shopping. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct, media, but there's also still folks who don't feel comfortable. Yes. And there are also still folks that they're not going to travel across the world for mm -hmm. Christmas now to see their loved ones. Oh, yeah. Some people ain't traveling around the corner. Yeah. You know, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear it's, you. Um, there are so many demographics of folks out mm -hmm. there. And then there's a new customer. Yes. So it's, it's weird. Yes. Let's get it's into weird. that because on this show, um, we love to rant. Yeah. And I know we gave you the opportunity to pick a topic of yourself. And ah, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and talk about that. You're good with segues. Hey, I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She picked that right up. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to keep things smooth for you. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this smooth. So let's go ahead and talk about your topic and rant on it. No more serious stuff. No more serious. <laughs> well, it is, it is still slightly serious, but I mean, you know, I think I chose this topic, aka the new customer. Yes. Simply because I I have been trying to bring this up with other folks and kind of get their perspective too. So I kind of want your perspective as well. Oh, this is the perfect place to come. Because, you know, but yeah. yeah, there is, like I said, there's so many demographics of people right now. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying to watch all of these different behaviors mm -hmm. of what this new customer could be. Yes. And I don't even think I've, excuse me, mm -hmm. really landed it, but I know it's there. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so, like I said, I know it's the, the there's folks that are like, yeah, I'm going out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, and then there's the other folks that's like, yeah, no. So, I need to baby step into that, and uh -huh. that's me. <laughs> you know, and then there are the other folks who are shopping like crazy yeah. online. Oh, yeah. You know, but I will tell you this. One of the new customer things that I've seen uh -huh. is um, 15 minutes. In and out. Okay. Like running into Target, grabbing their stuff and leaving? The quickest, yeah, the quickest possible visit into okay. a space. Yeah. In and out. And I wonder, honestly, I shouldn't be touching my face. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I wonder if you remember when there was a time that they would claim the internet consumer is the the most, the, the, they research well. Mm -hmm. They do the most research. And so they make these really intentional buys. And then they can go to all these different stores. Yeah. You know, and literally just have their pick of the litter right at their fingertips. Yes. I think we have a combination of both now. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I agree with you. I do. Um, for, for an example, well, let me, let me backtrack. So mm -hmm. I think that, um, a part of what the new customer looks like is the online ordering, the pickup at the curbside pickup and yeah. stuff like that. Like um, just yesterday and this morning, I wanted to go to Dunkin' Donuts, grab something, some coffee and, you know, something to eat. And it was literally the quickest process I've ever gone through. You order the food, you drive to the location and literally they had it sitting there for you. You didn't have to talk to anybody. You didn't have to interact excuse me, you just picked up your bag and walked out of the store because it's already paid for. It has your name on the bag. And it's like, it's like a, a I'll use some of your language, a 2.0 of online shopping. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wait for things to be 
the quote unquote delivered to you. You just go to the location, you grab it, and you go home. It's so much quicker. Yeah. And it's like people have that fear and that anxiety of everything that's going on in the pandemic that they're just like, we don't want any any interaction. Just take your stuff, you pay for it, and leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with grocery stores and Target and like places like that. It's like we allow 50 people in this store, so whatever you got to do, do it, do it and then and get, out. get on out. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just recently at the mall for something. And wow, you went to the mall? I went to the mall. Wow, you're brave. Um, <laughs> semi. <Yeah. laughs> it's still, it's that mentality though. It's, they have all the benches closed off. The food court is open, but there's no tables to sit at and stuff like that. Wow. And I was talking to my wife and I'm just like, we were discussing the idea of the benches being closed off that, you know, kind of just in the hallway area of the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, well, I think it's because they don't want people to feel like they're hanging out at the mall. They're just giving people that opportunity to go there, shop, and leave. And I think that's part of this new customer. It's it's not just the convenience of the online shopping and stuff. It's like, yeah, you can order something, but we really don't want you here. We just kind of have to keep this option open so that we can have that revenue to stay open. So here's a here's a crazy question. Yeah. I guess again, this yeah, go rabbit trail this thing, but okay. Again, remember I said the internet consumer was the smartest consumer? Yeah. Right? Do the more most research. Is that even the thing anymore? If anything, like, are people Good buying question. because uh, if they're looking at a bunch of shops because it's, um, like, well-researched and it's, it's the smart buyer, or are we now using um, online shopping just more for convenience? That's a good question. Yeah. I think it might be more of the convenience right now because of like, let's go back to the milk being sold out and paper towels and stuff like that. You do have to get creative on where you're going to buy your paper towels now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you do have to use that research piece. Um, but it's like, I need my stuff now before somebody else buys it. And yeah. now I'm out of luck. You know, I have pets, I have dogs. So paper towels have to be stocked in my house at all times. And when it was heavy, like in March and April, we had to like bulk order sometimes um, paper towels. And it wasn't even like I have like packs and packs of like 12 packs of (laughs) paper towels, but it was like, you know, buy a 24 pack this month to last us until things calm down and we can actually go out and just buy one pack of paper towels. You know what I mean? So So like, here's a random question. Did you see that article about someone asked a question? I didn't read it. I just saw it, but um, maybe you saw it, but someone asked a question like, okay, so we can get our hands on toilet paper now, but why are paper towels like still sold out? I still don't know. (laughs) I still don't know. I know why I need paper towels, but I don't understand why, the word pandemic was said and we're in this whole area or whatever and people are just like you know what i need paper towels i don't understand it i don't get it same thing with toilet paper though with these paper towels jordan i'm like do we need paper towels that's a luxury luxury (laughs) it's so true yo this whole pandemic makes you look at everything completely different it's a whole new era i think you know what i mean like it's the world is just different. I mean, look at us. We have masks on. We and, do. We're, you know, we're, it's a precaution. It's necessary. But at the end of the day, it's just like. And I have to say. You don't know. I appreciate uh, the studio 
Oh, and yes. I appreciate uh, the studio with their precautions, and I appreciate your response to my. I don't. I don't even know if I can call myself crazy COVID lady, but no, I don't. Uh, think so. But basically, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do the podcast. Um, but what are your COVID accommodations? <laughs> trying to be in the most polite way ever yeah. i mean i respect it you know what i mean like it's it's a real thing yeah. and i think if people responded uh better to the procedures and the policies and precautions and all that stuff that this could probably be over sooner than it it has less um i agree i i like to look at myself as an in-between person i don't want to be in large crowds but I will go to my friend's house and hang out in their backyard in social distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm at that point. I still haven't gotten I have, there. Which is fine. Yeah. And I feel like in your situation, I would probably be the same way. You know what I mean? Like you have a whole family. Yeah. I have dogs and then my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to say that like we're like, oh, your life doesn't no. matter. But like you it's a different situation. You, you know bring what up I mean? a great point, though, because um, I like to my alter ego name is judgy jamila <laughs> okay <laughs> and i had to, judgy jamila had to fall back i think around <laughs> month four of the pandemic uh -huh. you know to where i'm just like you know what people are out here doing things that are um uh, indicative of their lifestyle mm -hmm. you know and indicative of their personalities but more so than anything I can't go and judge someone's picture popping up on Instagram that they don't have a mask on. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, either they don't have little ones mm -hmm. or maybe they have little ones and they just don't, they don't believe in the same things or yeah. they, whatever the case is, it's just like, come on, judgy Jamila, fall back. <laughs> Everybody's different. <laughs> so I, I just left it. I left it there. Yeah, you know? I feel you. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, what, which despite what you believe and things like that, you have it's a respect thing. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people explain the mess as it's not to quote unquote protect yourself, but it's the next person. You know what I mean? And I just think if people had that mentality, it'd be so much different. You'd have a completely different turnout. You know what I mean? But I don't disagree. that doesn't exist in our society as a whole. You know what I mean? Like people, people don't care. People don't care. But about Jersey's doing pretty good. Jersey is doing South good. South Jersey's doing pretty good. Yes. As, like, and I, I look at the numbers that come through our county and our town or mm -hmm. our city and it's like, yay. Yes. You know, people are respecting boundaries mm -hmm. and Okay, so we live in Woodbury. Now, I don't mm -hmm. know how much of a, um, uh, the Walking Dead fan you are or were. I like it. I like it. But they, I left off at a certain season yeah. and didn't finish, but I do like the show. But there was the, the town of Woodbury. Yes. There, and it was uh -huh. this perfect little town, uh -huh. right? And so I'm just like, yay, Woodbury. It's so perfect. <laughs> we're doing good things. Yeah, you know, just like The Walking Dead. Not really. It did fall <laughs> to shambles at one point in The Walking Dead. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> not this time. No, not this not time. Not with us. They're doing. I think we're doing really great for the most part, and people are doing their parts. Yes, you know, doesn't mean society is going to turn back around. Not to instantly, what it was. but but I really don't think that there will be. I'm 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 not going to say that. I am looking forward to the evolution. Mm -hmm. the pod, the positive 
evolution that we're going to see from this. I agree. Because I agree. There's no way that we're going to skirt around things evolving. I mm -hmm. guarantee you 100 years ago during the last pandemic, society evolved mm -hmm. from this. But how? So I'm looking forward to seeing to that. To the how. It's like I'm sitting back That's drinking my point. coffee like, uh-huh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. That's true. I mean, we can't go any further down in this year than we already are. You know what I mean? So it's oh, a yeah. good point that you bring that up to be um, on the positive end and waiting for the how the positive yeah. is going to emerge. So I completely agree with that. Um, we will see. We yeah. will see. So at this point in the show, we like to throw out our handles and promote ourselves. So do you have any social media that you like to promote? Oh my gosh. No. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry. No, I no. love it. Typically, I do. However, because we're in that restructuring, if you did okay. go to our Instagram right now, you would see the very last message I put on there in July. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for a reason, you know, um, and we were just letting folks know, like, hey, we're going to be back. You know, but, I like that. Um, I like that. It's, it's yeah, we're gonna be back, and mm -hmm. we're just you know letting that sit there. But if you would like to follow us, and mm -hmm. if your listeners or even yourself, if you like yes. to follow us, and um, you know you're waiting for that countdown because it's coming. Um, mm -hmm. You want to go on Instagram? You can find us at Made. That's M as in Mary, A D as in Dog, E underscore Artisan A R.